Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I am here live in Washington, D.C. Got to be honest, the uh, the new decorations, that's razor wire and uh, and fencing. You know, for a bunch of people that don't want this stuff at the border, they seem to have no problem of putting it around the Capitol and restricting the movement of citizens. Now, it's amazing. H.R. 1. Notice the media. The media is making this sound like this really is an act for the people. There's been very little study of this H.R. 1, which, you know, I know we're not allowed to talk about stolen elections anymore. Don't talk about stolen elections. If you talk about stolen elections, you're going to get in trouble. A lot of you have worried, rightly, that if we don't do something now, legislatively, politically, we're going to have a big mess on our hands. Well, that's H.R. 1. Everything that Mark Elias and Perkins Coy and these phony groups like Majority Forward used to change election law would then be codified into federal law. And if you read the hyperventilating from the left about what's called vote caging, let's say, we have to eliminate this thing called vote caging. What's this vote caging? That sounds horrible. Well, it means when certified mail is returned over and over and over when a board of elections official sends out mail to a voter and it gets returned, that gets added in to the list of things that may purge that voter's name from the roll if they don't live there anymore. Now, we saw this effort in Georgia. We saw an effort in Georgia to eliminate using the post office. That's right. If somebody fills out a change of address form, they said, well, you can't use that to, 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 to you know, now here's the thing. They always frame this. If you read any, if you break down any of these provisions that the Democrats want in this For the People Act, that they say is going to address uh, you know, voter suppression, it's going to alleviate you know, all of the problems that people have had of voting by permanently installing vote by mail. They even want internet voter registration. Why even bother showing up? Why even bother showing ID or signing in the book? Just register to vote online. And then we'll just send out live ballots here, there, and everywhere. The provisions in this bill are absolutely insane. Essentially what they are doing is eliminating part of Article 2, which leaves it to no other body but the state legislature to determine how the electors for each state will be seated. Meaning each state has a freedom to elect representatives, you know, democracy, to determine how each state will seat its electors. Now, all 50 states currently have a popular vote. And traditionally, almost exclusively, Electors are to 
make their cast their vote based on the outcome of that popular vote. But how that popular vote is run is the process for seating the electors and thus left to the state governments. This bill would override all of that. It would institute vote by mail. It would institute drop boxes. It would institute uh, the elimination of the ability of boards of elections from determining who actually could vote. It would also eliminate citizen poll watchers and only allow challenges to votes from elected officials. None of this is constitutional, not a single bit of it. The idea that the federal government is going to step in and say to the state, you must register to people online. You must have vote by mail. You must have drop boxes. You must allow third parties to ballot harvest. You must eliminate citizen poll watchers. You must no longer use certified mail as a means to reach out to a voter. I actually read one piece in Vox that said, well, local governments do this to disenfranchise minorities who are away at college and war. None of that is true. If you're away at war, you cast a military ballot. If you're away at college, you cast an absentee ballot. If there's a question of your voter status, you can cast, if you show back up at your house, and wow, look at all this mail that's been piled up. I wonder if I can vote. And you go down on election day and say, hey, wait a second. This is me. I'm registered to vote. They say, well, we took you off the voter rolls. They will accept a provisional ballot. And if you are registered to vote in that jurisdiction, in that district, your ballot will be cast. The Democrats are saying we have to make fraud federal. You know, I've been, I, I have been pointing out. I didn't think dwelling was going to do any good. I didn't think sitting behind this microphone day after day after day doing what the Democrats did. Not looking forward to constantly talking about what happened, what happened, what happened. And I said, and people called this program. They were very upset with me. And I said, the answer to this is not to spend time talking about what happened. The answer is to talk about fixing it. And that means state governments in Georgia and Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin, whether Republicans maintain control of the legislative body or not, to use their time and use their podiums and use their floor to make sure that laws are passed that do not allow for violations of Article 2 of the Constitution. This is not complicated. Nobody's trying to tell people of color or convenience not to vote. Nobody's trying to take away the vote from low-income people or inner-city people. Nobody's trying to keep blacks or Hispanics away from the polls. Nobody. Voter laws have to be followed by everyone. The process of registration and casting a ballot and all of these things, equal protection under the law, that's what the Democrats say. Right? They're constantly screaming about equal protection under the law. Well, how can we have equal protection under the law if you say, well, this group is going to get this and this group's going to vote like that? There are provisions in there for disabled voters. Nobody's trying to keep disabled voters from the polls. I didn't even know that being disabled might make you vote for one party versus the other. You know, the late Charles Krauthammer was a lifelong conservative 
He was handicapped. Madison Cawthorn. He's in a wheelchair. Conservative Republican. I didn't know that that was an issue of politics. But going through some of these provisions and to read it aloud, I'm sorry, I I got here late last night, tried to read as much of it as I could. And I've been taping episodes for Blaze TV. To read this on the air as it's written is nothing more than reading typical Washington garbage speak. But what you start to realize is they want to take away the standard practice of in-person voter registration and then take away the practice of in-person voting and allow all sorts of new avenues for casting ballots where ballots go out randomly, live ballots, no security, no security envelopes, no signature matching, none of this stuff. If Republicans at the state level don't do something about this now and do not prepare a challenge in the Supreme Court now, well, then you can start talking about what's going to happen in 2022 and 2024. You know, isn't it funny? Nobody ever said Stop talking about Russia's interference in the election. Even after the Mueller report. Right? Even after the Mueller report. Even after we spent two years and millions of dollars creating this, you know, cabal of left-wing lawyers and former Clinton staffers who were given seemingly unlimited jurisdiction to run up anybody they wanted. We had the media bragging nightly about the number of indictments and the the number of people that were being charged, none of whom were charged for any involvement in Russia or the election. And even after Mueller issued his report, and there was no evidence connecting Trump or anyone else to Russia for that matter, and showed no proof that the Russians actually had a hand in the election, I mean, if you want to walk around believing that Facebook posts and bot accounts through an election, man, we got a real problem if that happened. No one said stop talking about it. As a matter of fact, the media doubled down, tripled down. Adam Schiff was still a welcome figure. So was Eric Swalwell. So was Gerald Nadler. They kept talking about it right up to the time till they bridged the gap between Mueller and impeachment the first time around. As soon as this election was over, they said, everyone stop talking. All you crazy conservative conspiracy theorists, you, you, you all sound nuts talking about this stolen election. If you notice, I've never used that as a phrase. I've talked about irregularities. I've talked about illegitimate practices. I've talked about these court cases that we can look right at whether in Wisconsin as it related to drop boxes or Michigan as it related to a rolling deadline or Pennsylvania as it related to eliminating certain security issues for the ballots or Georgia for this runoff where we literally saw Mark Elias judge shop and come up with Stacey Abrams' sister who said, sure, 
We're going to place a ban, an injunction. We're going to put a ban on county boards of elections using change of address forms before sending out live ballots. You can't do that. Let me get this straight. When somebody says they don't live here anymore, you're still going to send them about that address? What if they don't? What if they moved out of state? How would we even know? How would they know a ballot was sent out in their name? If you move from Georgia to Florida or Georgia to South Carolina or Georgia to Alaska and a ballot went out in your name and it was returned, would you even know? How would you know? Who would be there to verify it if signatures don't have to match? You may have eloquent penmanship and somebody drew a, you know, a poop emoji. How would you know this happened in your name? The votes counted. Well, there's a recount, Andrew. Yeah, but there wasn't an audit. There was a recount, sure. You ran the same dollar bills through the counter, never once checking if the dollar bills themselves were counterfeit. And now we have this H.R. 1 for the People Act, which is going to take each one of these lawsuits, each one of these pieces of the puzzle, each one of these separate cases, and make it one piece of legislation. That's what the Democrats want to do. And if we don't do it, this is a racist nation. Weinzick 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcount Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.